0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Progressive Overload Podcast. Have you ever thought about strengthening multiple areas of your life at the same time? Then you've come to the right place. Our goal is to help you identify ways that you might need a progressive overload to break through those plateaus and keep you growing. Zdravo, listeners. That is hello in Slovenian. I finally learned it. You guys are welcome. That was the
1: easiest intro. Zdravo. Bless you. (laughs) Well,
0: welcome to the progressive overload podcast we're so glad that you decided to join us today wherever you are we're so glad that you're tuning in and listening hopefully we can give you some sort of benefit in your life one way or the other i'm joined by two beautiful men dustin moore and adam lazarine wow i
2: know uh i appreciate that see
0: i was a little bit mean last week and i called you a dinosaur old man and so i kind of and dustin you and i are always busting each other so i figured out i'm beautiful well
1: you know what From the both of us, thank you for stating the obvious.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And not calling yourself that. Yeah. (laughs) Appreciate that. Well, how are you all this week?
1: Dude, I am rested. I am relaxed. Yeah. Back from vacation. Ready to jump back into life, man. Awesome. Is that uh, why you're wearing a
2: quicksand shirt? (laughs) Uh, It's the polo of the day. Okay. Polo of the day. Polo
1: of the day. And uh, do I have a reasoning? Absolutely not. But, uh, yeah, Joe, it's it's, it's been good. Finally back in the gym a little bit. Yeah. Uh, working in, attempting some PRs. Yeah. PR or ER, maybe. Yeah, PR or ER, since the hospital is next to where we work out. Ha yeah. <laughs> ha. <laughs> um, and, you know, have had some failure. Yeah. Hey, been frustrated. Good, been
0: failure. Is PRing is impossible without failure. Listen, there you go.
1: Been, uh, been frustrated. Yeah. Been motivated. It's See? happening. It's We're happening. Good. by okay. l- I'm, t- I'm calling it. I'm shooting my shot. Uh oh. I'm Uh-oh. pointing to the there fence. We go. Okay. It's gonna happen within the next <laughs> week. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Give us a day, Justin. Ju- week, week and a half. Week and a half. We'll
1: go with week and a half, but I I th- think I might can do it in a week. I almost hit it yesterday. I, know. I sent You're you the so videos. Yeah. I literally I was I was deadlifting I, I had three fifteen conventional deadlift. First uh, second time I've ever attempted it. Um second time I've ever tried to push higher than one thirty five, actually. And wow, yeah, that's a big jump there, Dustin. <laughs> so, <laughs> so listen, I I've been doing 135 as a part of my scheduled workouts, yeah. and last week uh, I just got this itch to see. You know, I wonder what I can actually do. Conventional pulled 275. It was super easy. Uh, attempted 315. The weight was still moving fast. I just couldn't quite extend and lock it's like out. Second half of that workout. Uh, I heard that lift. And and yesterday, I pretty much had it. It was there. I just could not get that last little bit to lock out. got to finish. Um, uh-huh. and, and so, but it, it moved better. I didn't feel anything pull, and I didn't collapse or feel like yeah, I was I was dropping my shoulders this time, which was nice. So I put, uh, put a little extra work in, did some rack pulls and stuff just to try and work up to it. Yeah. Could not rack pull 315. Just yeah. could not do it. So I dropped it and kind of worked my way down, okay. doing a few reps at various weights until okay. I dropped well, it down. Good for you, Dustin. Um, yeah, that's good. It felt good. I'm excited. I'm excited to not only get back at it, but start to find that uh, that point of failure again mm-hmm. to really find <laughs> out, okay, like how much have I dropped back on how far I yeah. could go? Yeah. And uh, I'm surprised to find out the answer really is is not much. Like I'm still able to do Yeah pretty close to to what uh what I was able to um, the the energy level I have afterwards maybe yeah. not there as much yeah but um, but yeah I'm I'm just that's excited good. to be back well, at that's it. what
0: I love about building muscle is after you put in the work of putting on muscle <coughs> it's hard to lose it you have to under eat like crazy mm-hmm. <coughs> and take like a couple months off of yeah. before you actually lose a physical muscle um and so that's why I love it because uh, you know cardiovascularly, if once you put in the work to gain cardiovascular fitness, you can lose so it really good. quickly, and you can you can gain it back quickly, but it you lose it a lot faster.
1: Speaking of cardiovascular <coughs> uh, and growing in that way, we have a fun topic that I'm going to enjoy yeah, 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 because yeah, I get yeah. to sit at this table, <coughs> and for the God. first time, my preference. The thing that I stand by the most that <laughs> is cardio. I get to hear both of you give compliments to instead of hating on me. Okay,
2: look, look. Wait look, a look. minute.
1: <laughs> that might have been an exaggeration. A little bit. Maybe get off your cardio horse.
2: Literally. <laughs> Literally.
1: Listen, no. if I was on a horse, I don't think that would be very effective cardio <laughs> from a horse a, it would I'm be. I'm on a treadmill. <laughs> Thank you.
0: No, so I I feel like I've gained this stigma. Stigma—that's the word I said. I kept saying mantra, and I Your was like, well, "That's mm-hmm. not. That that, yeah, sense. that would not yeah. be the word. <laughs> stigma. I've I've gained this stigma of being an anti-cardio trainer, and it's it's false. But I want to explain myself today, basically, mm-hmm. and talk about. Whenever I um I, I like to joke about being anti cardio maybe that's why I got the stigma but <laughs> <laughs> that would make I'll, sense that would,
1: that would help yeah that's my yeah. fault 100% so now that but, we're uh, we're putting Joe on trial for right. <laughs> hating cardio uh yeah. no and, and I I I feel like I give you I joke with you a little bit about yeah. this, about not liking cardio, and it's re- it really is like I I paint the picture that you don't, but it's not well, quite as well. When I when I am talking about it.
0: it, this I'm gonna paint the picture of the person that I'm talking to when I speak against cardio. Okay. This is the per- yeah. Close your eyes and visualize it. this. Okay. Crap! I need to lose weight. Mm-hmm. Let's go buy some Asics or some Brooks or some nice shoes. Yeah. Okay. Or let me go to uh, some running shop and have them get me sure. some perfect running shoes. I haven't ran in 10 years, but I mm. think I'm going to be a professional now. Mm. Okay, let's yeah. cut my calories back by about 1,000 calories. I'm going to eat 800 calories a day. Mm. Okay, And then let's just run as long as I can. And then that's going to be my program. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. the people that mm-hmm. I'm trying to talk to is the people that when they want to lose weight, when they want to want to lose fat, they're going straight to cardio, hit the pavement, hit the elliptical for two hours, whatever that looks like. And so I'm not talking to the person that that's doing some stuff like that but also doing strength training. And so, um,
2: that's you know, so they have a poor good. they have a poor relationship with cardio.
0: Yes, a very poor relationship yes. with cardio. Very good point. Sure. Right. And those that, that see cardio as a means to burning calories, which mm-hmm. is not um, effective. Okay,
2: and so you know, what I've talked about this before.
1: Totally was not where I started. Yeah.
2: Totally not. Not at all. Maybe. Well. Okay. So what do we what do we need to know about cardio? Is it is this something where I can like hit the treadmill and go? I'm going to PR today in cardio. <laughs> since we started the show with PR right. goals, um, probably shouldn't start there. Probably shouldn't start there. Okay, because no. then I can
0: let's let's you know I told you it's it, we're not supposed to do cardio as a means to burning calories. But let's okay. talk about what the ben the physical benefits, physiological benefits of sure. cardio are. So. Um, obviously to improve the health of your heart and your lungs. That's um, I feel like most people should know that. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's, I mean, we're improving the effectiveness of our heart and how much blood it pumps out, how fast it recovers, uh, mm-hmm. and the lungs, the, the lung capacity, how much oxygen our, our lungs can hold um, and how much they're effectively a, a pushing out. And so, uh, But cardiovascular health is is quantified by what's called the VO2 max.
1: Do you all have any clue what that is? Uh, Something oxygen.
0: Oh, don't ask me what VO2 stands for. I just know <laughs> oh. it's called VO2.
1: <laughs> Volatile <I> d- oxygen <laughs> times two. I totally <laughs> thought you were trying to get me to spell out what the acronym means. Oh, yeah. No. Um, it's how
2: you spell hello whoops. in Slovenia. Yeah.
1: Yeah. One of you with the computer. It, you know, off. if I had to guess, it was some form of. Measurement.
0: Yeah, so it's measuring how well our body utilizes, or our heart and lungs utilize the oxygen that we take in. So
1: wait, the, measuring how well it uses, how it? well it,
0: how well it uses it. So it huh. it quantifies a number of how many liters per kilogram of body weight, blah 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 blah, blah um, of oxygen that you can um, utilize during your workout. So the better mm-hmm. you get, you're able to utilize the oxygen better. And the worse VO2 max you have. Your body doesn't utilize them. The oxygen is good. And so um, I'm not going to get too much deeper into that, uh, mainly because I'm not
2: just super
0: well-versed in it. I am I know how to measure it, and I know how to do all that fun stuff, but mm-hmm. I haven't done it in a long time. So
2: according to the internet, it is you can sum it up with oxygen consumption.
0: Oxygen consumption. There you go.
2: How your body does oxygen consumption. Oh, there you okay.
0: go. Okay. Um, cool. And then, I mean, cool. there's other physiological benefits like building your bone health. So if you're... If you're osteoporosis or uh, almost there or whatever and you get bad scores, Mm -hmm. um, you know, cardio is going to help put some stress on those bones. Uh, But that doesn't mean strength training isn't going to do better things for your bones than Uh cardio. But it it is a benefit. Um, So what are the types of cardio? Do you all know?
1: Um, I know (laughs) know one. Yeah. Hit cardio. Hit. Yeah. Um, We'll talk about that. I... I personally have done some hit programs yeah. in now this was back during my days of poor relationship with cardio fitness mm-hmm. uh but I did some hit cardio as just strictly a means to lose weight yeah um and that's <laughs> it's not as intense as uh, real hit cardio is how I describe it right i I mean, my HIT cardio and their HIIT cardio was vastly different paces, but uh, yeah. yeah, and no, it the intensity with which I did that yeah. type of program. What is what is HIT cardio? So stand high for? intensity
0: interval training. It's basically defined as um, short bursts of exercise mm-hmm. followed by short periods of rest. And so mm-hmm. there's a lot of different ways that people can work through that. There's a form of that called Tabata, which is basically like you work for 20 seconds you rest 10 seconds you work for 20 seconds you rest for 10 seconds the really popular boot camp type format Uh Um, there's a bunch of different ways that you can do it whether it's like an AMRAP which there's all these acronyms but as many rounds as possible so you get a couple Uh exercises and you do that over and over and over for a set amount of time usually like 15-20 minutes
2: if you've ever been a part of a Tabata workout you start to loathe that timer (laughs) yes because it buzzes or, or you know, yeah. whatever's going on over the loudspeaker, so you yeah. know when yeah. to start your work yeah. and when to stop your work and when to rest. And, man, you just go, oh, it's coming. Yes. You know, the it's a little bit you of know, anxiety. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> um, my answer to your question about types of cardio is a little more remedial, I think. I think yeah. of what types of cardio. There's running, walking, swimming. Right.
0: <laughs> no, that's that's a good answer and jog. that's what I would quanti- yeah. what I would put those under the umbrella is called LISS, which is L I S S, which stands for low intensity steady state. So steady state cardio is just like what you're talking about. You're swimming at a steady state for a long period of time. You're running, cycling, um okay. stuff like that for a steady state. Yeah. Steady state. Uh-huh. so that's what LISS stands for. Um that's kind of the typical one that people go to. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to go hit the jo- hit the treadmill or hit the pavement and I'm going to jog for three, 10, 12, 27 miles, whatever it looks like. So
2: when you're doing a list, a low intensity, steady, what, steady, steady, state? steady state, did yeah. I get it right? Low yeah, intensity, yeah. steady state. That's a new acronym for me. Okay. Um, when you're doing that, do you want to go for time or distance or both, or does it matter?
0: Uh, it just depends on your goals. If your, if your goal is to run the furthest as possible, you know, you're, you know, Focus on distance. If you're trying to see how fast you can run a 5K, you know, obviously you're going to be running for time then. And so it kind of just depends on your goal. But so
1: f- it, it's still low intensity if I'm running?
0: Yeah. So okay basically maintaining a heart rate. Most people, oh, if they're doing. As
1: long as the heart rate is staying steady.
0: Usually, yeah. Um, so, okay. like, if you're doing if you're doing a five k, you know, wh- you, I don't as I do. I not do it. So you have paces that you run if you're yes running you at a set pace the entire time.
2: Especially which, when you see a hill, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna hit your cruising altitude with these. Basically, the very good way. You're gonna yeah. you're gonna get to the speed okay. that you're going, and you're gonna stay there for as long as you can, pretty much, until yeah. your body starts to let you down exactly so versus
0: hit you're you're going to be bringing your heart rate to a maximal level Mm -hmm. and then during
1: your rest you bring it back down
0: and then you raise it back up and then you lay
1: so for me if i run a 5k regardless of what the pace is as long as i'm keeping my heart rate this relatively you know the same i'm in that steady state and it's low intensity yeah to where if i hopped on a treadmill and did like sprints yeah, that, that, that would be more. That would be hit. considered a hit. Okay. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
2: Same um, thing for swimming because I swim. Uh-huh. And so if I, if I get into that groove, you know what I'm talking about. Yes. You just kind of hit your stride. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it just happens to be in the water. And mm-hmm. I just keep swimming at that pace or try to keep that pace. Mm-hmm. I can go for a long time, but usually towards the end, I'll try to kick and, you know, runners oh, will gotcha. do that yeah. you'll yeah, try you to sprint to the end yeah. um and then you're changing from list to something else yeah Car- but the for the benefits cardio. of cardio yeah i don't see much difference in in the benefit is there much difference in the benefit
0: not really okay. uh you know i think we've talked about this before whenever like a physician or a cardiologist is uh measures heart rate um what they're looking for is how fast your heart recovers you know mm-hmm. you brought that up before And so that's why hit training is a little bit better for that because it's kind of practicing that heart rate recovery by bringing it up as high as you can and then resting and lettering it lower and then Mm -hmm. bringing it up as high as you can. And so that's really good for the heart to go through. Okay. Um, the last one uh, I want to talk about is neat. Um, this stands for non-exercise activity thermogenesis. Um, basically this is quantified as just everything you do outside of purposed exercise. So if you, um, if you, uh, fidget you know right here you're bouncing your leg as I always do you're burning uh, calories at a little bit higher rate than than Adam who's staying still or if you take Sweet. the stairs at work or if you park further away from the mm-hmm. uh, front door of the gas station or the grocery store or you know kind of stuff like that where it's it's not planned and purposed exercise but it's something that you're doing to actually be a little bit more active than you would if you weren't
1: sure so like uh, I know for me whenever I first started at looking started looking at what I could do to lose weight, one thing that I found on um, different articles and websites and things that I watched and listened to was to look at your daily step count yeah. and increase it yeah so for me to set out even though it's purposed and I'm planning like I'm going to increase my step count yes. throughout the day. Yeah that regardless of how i do it falls under more of this the need exactly category. very so good so how does
2: yeah. how does that constitute cardiovascular wellness i mean because it's just it doesn't seem yeah. like you're doing anything to stimulate your heart rate you know by walking an extra 100 steps my heart rate's not going to go yeah. up or down mm-hmm. technically
0: yeah some people it does though like I guess if you're so. walking up a flight so. of stairs some people that that kills that's them that's very you know? true uh so stuff like yeah that but for us, it would be like um, getting up from your desk a couple times a minute or a couple times an hour and going for a five-minute walk and just kind of getting up, moving, get your blood pumping, your blood flow, getting back, back down to your legs. Uh, and mm-hmm. so that's more, okay. of a, more of a blood flow type thing rather than getting your heart going. Okay. Yeah.
2: All right. Well, there you huh. go. Um, cool. Lots of acronyms today. This I know.
1: So Lists, what, what is this hit neat Lists, Tabata. Hit, neat Tabata is that an acronym? Yeah, but don't ask me what it is. <laughs> okay. Tabata. Uh AMRAP. Amrap. Yeah. Okay, so we've got the V-O-T. five acronyms. Yeah. Do you have any uh steps that we can do to approach things in a better yes. way?
0: Yeah, so I I want to talk about, you know, knowing all of that information and how we shouldn't approach cardiovascular fitness. Let's talk about five proper ways that we should approach cardiovascular fitness. And uh, I heard this statement on a podcast, and I love it so much. Um, I don't mind plugging another podcast. It's called Mind Pump. I listen to them all the time. They're kind of what yes, stemmed my. I know they stemmed my interest in podcasting, and I've learned a lot from them. So after you listen to all of our episodes, go listen to Mind Pump because you'll get a lot of good information from them. Um, but he said. Strength has to be the foundation for all physical pursuits, and so if we think about that, the the umbrella of physical pursuits, whether that's uh, wanting to become a better runner, a better swimmer, a better um, biker, a, a better dad, a, a better um, whatever that falls into, being uh, strength has to be the foundation of anything that that we want to do physically, um, and so it just as you're doing cardio if if you are wanting to become more cardiovascularly healthy strength training has to be the groundwork for mm-hmm. that um would you all agree
2: I do yes That's <laughs> That's <right>. even dustin <laughs>
0: even dustin <laughs> your running has the,
2: probably improved since your strength mm-hmm. has improved
1: oh for sure and it, and then, it has geez. in fact i like i told you um i did a little little jogging um, I was uh, maybe it was last week you were working out whenever I was doing it, and I got to like the last minute because I was doing 10 minutes just to warm up before I did any lifting. and I got to the last minute, and I said, You know, I'm gonna push and see what I can do, uh, speed wise. And the last minute, I held about a, a seven minute mile, nice, and That's which, good. which for me is yeah. a minute and 45 less than my personal best. Now, yeah. do I know, do I think I could hold it the full seven minutes? I don't think so. I don't think I'm quite there yet, but it was an (coughs) improvement speed wise, as far as what I had been able to do, like at the top end, uh, before. And so, yeah, I can say that the strength training I've done, um, kind of laid the groundwork for my physical pursuit of improving my running, which is something that I enjoy.
2: Yeah. Right. So back, always back to strength training
1: for sure. I mean, if you want to jump if jump faster,
0: (laughs) if you want to jump higher, run faster, hit harder. I mean, on the athlete, athlete perspective, the first step is always get stronger. Okay.
2: So Yeah. Um, Um, all right. So that's step one to a proper approach strength. Uh, step two, let's have it.
0: I want, to explain the difference between conditioning and endurance. Okay. Um, so I am, mm-hmm. my certification is I am a certified strength and conditioning specialist. So I love the strength part. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the conditioning part. And so as, uh, I quantify or I, um, define, um, conditioning as becoming physically capable to do the demands asked of me, basically. So in the athlete, an athlete's perspective, I make I condition them in order to make them physically capable of withstanding four quarters or withstanding um, you know an entire soccer match or soccer game. Right.
1: Thank you, thank you for the. I know I had to appreciate you, dude. Soccer
0: athletes are insane, but they are. Yeah, I would know. I know they are one of the highest conditioned athletes in in all of the world. I'm (laughs) sorry, I'm
2: I'm laughing at Dustin (laughs) off camera. Um, I'm sorry. It's okay. I love his confidence. I uh, do too. Keep going. Um, um, I'm, I'm glad so, yeah. you
1: guys think it's real. So to, can, go ahead.
2: To meet the need of whatever the sport or activity requires. Yeah. 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 Um, that's okay. condition that's being conditioned.
0: For non-athletes what that looks like is us I want to be physically conditioned.
1: Thank you. <laughs> be- non uh, So let me get this straight. Let me Speak get this straight. myself Adam and I are
2: I am a beautiful Non athlete. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Just that's to us. get that out of the Speak way. Speak
1: for yourself, Adam right. and I are <laughs> athletic specimens. Honestly, we are has-beens, guys. I don't know I'm what not, you're talking I about. I don't want me in with <laughs> you. <laughs> All
0: right, Adam. You and I nope. are has-beens.
2: You might be. I was and never was. Oh, thanks for that.
0: Yeah. So, for not for non-participating athletes, because that's us. Um, what that looks like is mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. want to be conditioned enough to not get winded chasing my daughter through our little loop in our house that we have. And you know, we love to play. Yeah. This weekend she bought a Black Panther mask, and so I had to be the bad guy, and I had to chase Black Panther around the house for like seven hours straight. And it was exhausting, but I was physically capable of doing that because I was conditioned to do that. Excellent. Sweet. So uh, whatever that looks like in, in your life,
1: you're conditioned enough to withstand daily demands. So I do have a question. Yeah, I have seen all over social media. I know it's become a big thing as far as what I see content-wise, um, advocating plyometrics in in way of of uh, oh, helping you to grow. To I'm about to go off. <laughs> I'm ready. I knew it would. I knew. <laughs> I knew I was. I was pressing the button on this one. Do you want me to step uh,
2: in here so you don't have to go up?
1: So, what I, I guess my chief yeah. question is because I see the plyometrics and, and things that people do, but I don't see them lifting. Yeah. As a part of these. And so where does that fall into? Is that a form of cardio training? Dude, thank uh, you for answering what this. What is... Probably... Okay. Uh,
0: Hit us with plyometrics. it. Okay, when I look at exercises, I like to go back and like I've mentioned okay. before, I like to look at where they were invented, why they were invented, and what they're made for. Plyometrics mm-hmm. were never intended to be cardiovascular exercise okay when py- when a plyometric becomes cardiovascular exercise it becomes dangerous and it becomes no longer uh beneficial plyometric exercises are supposed to be burst, high high maximal bursts of energy of mm-hmm. uh, movement such as jumping onto a box or doing uh you know okay you know stuff like that um when you see people like crossfit and stuff like that doing um Doing basically, they're doing cardio. Doing mm-hmm. box jumps. That's when you get broken shins and and scrape you leave skin on the okay. box. Basically,
1: so it's not a form of cardio, but it does have a role well, potentially within
0: like people use it as a form of cardio, but it should not be okay. But it should not be. What's your opinion, Adam?
2: I think that very few people in the world, uh, even in ath- athletics, you know, you're talking about mm-hmm. the one percenters, mm-hmm. need. P90x and plyometrics. (laughs) Is that a fair statement?
0: Yeah, unless you're an athlete. I mean, Mm -hmm. unless
2: you are in that one percent category, plyometrics are are functional for them. That's part of their um, conditioning because they Uh, need to be able to do those explosive movements for their change of direction. yeah. Yeah. And so, if you need that and you're in that 1% category, go for it. Knock yourself out. Please don't on the box. But you know what I mean. (laughs) Don't knock yourself out. You will knock yourself out. To clarify,
1: do not knock yourself out literally.
2: Right. The rest of the world, the general population, (laughs) biometrics can be fun for a very short frequency. You need maybe once every six months, you can try one. Yeah but man you can get hurt so easily and so
1: for like somebody who worse, is though. a professional athlete yeah. they might be able to use these things as a form of conditioning for certain scenarios yeah. or certain things that they Absolutely. face within their sport sure. Absolutely. so it does have a role that it it plays yeah. but just a strictly a form of cardio for, for the average everyday person yeah no yeah no. and just because okay. you see
2: 25 reels in a row of of Somebody doing plyometrics Seriously. doesn't mean sure. that that's what everybody and, and else now, is exactly. doing. Exactly.
1: Now, to clarify, the the reels and videos and things that I've been seeing were geared towards athletes using those yeah. to prepare themselves for their sport oh, like somebody who plays basketball doing box jumps because they jump for rebounds, uh-huh. yeah. you know, those yeah. sorts of things, yeah. but it's trying to use that as yeah. a way to train, to jump yeah. higher and perform better as an athlete. Yeah. That was the context in which they were doing it, not necessarily doing it as a way of cardio to say, Oh, burn yeah. these calories. Right. But, yeah. um, yeah, and but I, I wanted to, when you mentioned the conditioning part, it, it brought it to mind yeah. of, of does that play a role within cardio itself gotcha. so conditioning within cardio is more so us preparing ourselves to last through like you said the four quarters or or the whatever in context of of our sport or or for the non-athlete the day-to-day life yeah so what is What is the difference then? I know you're getting to this, but what is the difference between that and endurance?
0: Yeah, so when I I think about endurance, I'm thinking about somebody who's a runner or a cyclist and they're specifically training to last a certain amount of time or run or cycle Uh for a certain amount of distance. That's not necessarily going to transfer over to functional fitness in day-to-day life so it basically you can basically break it down between day-to-day function
1: functional fitness functional cardiovascular
0: okay. fitness and performance
1: okay okay yeah. so almost the conditioning is where we have that short burst of if, if i think of myself as lasting for a full soccer match or for four quarters of a football game yeah. there there is kind of this give and take of I'm, I'm at max and then I'm not, and then I'm at max and yeah. then I'm not, then I'm not to where endurance and performance of lasting these long periods of time is I'm pushing myself to stay at that max for as long as yeah. possible.
0: And how many times okay. in real life okay. are we having to meet that demand? Very so few. Uh, yeah. How many times are you just going to out of nowhere take off in a, on a 20 mile run? But how many times in your real life are you going to have to, Mm-hmm. go build a fence th- or repair a fence or fix your roof or do something work functional. on the dryer yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so just stuff like that that's requires yeah. um okay physical fitness okay yeah.
1: I, i'm i see i've wondered, wondered how those two connected or or, yeah. or were different that helps a lot so Thank when you me. roll
2: out of bed you know tomorrow dustin don't play the floor is lava <laughs> that you don't need your Biometrics, <laughs> you know, <laughs> jumping from your couch. jumping from the couch to the chair. I'll, I'll play Leap Frog by myself. Okay, all right. Just to but, throw yeah, that in okay. there, I'm sorry. Keep keep it going.
0: Yeah. Um, so point three, okay. I wanted to discuss uh, the benefits of HIT. So we we talked about what that is already. Mm-hmm. Um, but studies have shown that HIT exercise can, at minimum, maintain muscle mass, um, but also in some cases, can help you gain muscle mass, yeah. and so all of these are helping us avoid the loss of muscle through cardio. Sure. And so, if you're going to do some hi- uh, some cardio in your program, that also includes strength training, uh, some some stuff like yeah. doing um, sleds. Sleds are my one all-time favorite form of doing hit or short bursts of cardio Um, kettlebell complexes Mm -hmm. i've posted videos of some of those that i've done so go check that on uh instagram.com slash progressive overload pod and uh sprints uh heels bleachers uh stuff like that that's going to actually demand more physical strength rather Mm -hmm. than just the steady state type stuff that does not require a whole lot of strength um so Why you don't, don't have we? much experience with any of that kind of stuff?
2: Uh the last three take me back to my non-athletic days um <laughs> where I, my coach probably didn't even know they were doing hit cardio they just wanted us to see us run. Um but sprints bleachers hills all of those oh, things constitute yes. you know a former life yeah. f- of athletics for
1: yeah. me. <laughs> I, re- I remember high school P walking into class and then you know, changed out into our athletic clothes and them saying, all right, we're doing bleachers today. Get started. Yeah. Yep. And then 45 minutes later, I'm not not—I'm not naming names, and I very highly doubt that they find this podcast, but uh, 45 minutes later of them practicing their golf swing, they decided we could stop. Um, oh, gosh. That was fun. And sprints, I've done that some um, – it, more so when i was trying to prioritize focusing on my running yeah. and improving my running there were there were times where i attempted to do sprints as a way to try and improve uh i talked to you about this actually on on i think i was trying to d- determine how to run faster maybe yeah. and you advised me to try and do some sprints yeah. um and then hills not on purpose yeah. but when it's on a 5k course you can't get
0: away from when it. You, the best thing is when you can do a sled sprint on a, up a hill. There a sled,
1: okay. a sled sprint up a hill. Yeah. Oh, okay, and that
2: makes me makes my stomach I hurt know. just a little bit.
1: So
0: our, our high school was on this big massive hill, um, and our field house where our locker room and and practice field was was on the bottom of that hill, and the th- connecting those two are were this like five foot wide gutter, and so we did gutters and we had to strap yeah. up and down that gutter. Oh, uh, it was
2: terrible. No, thank you. So what would you say to people that are beyond their athletic prime and yeah. then they look at going, I don't want to do sleds. I yeah. can't mm-hmm. I don't have access to a sled Yeah. Maybe. yeah. Um I don't sure. want to do sprints, bleachers or hills and I don't have a kettlebell. How do I modify?
0: Yeah, good. Um so sleds you can literally strap on uh I've seen people like strap Get a uh, ratchet strap or some sort connected around their waist, and they just put on the other end uh, something heavy, and they can walk through their uh-huh. yard or walk down the street. Any, or, or there's parachutes that you can do. Let's just a little. No, that's a little bit more intense. There, that wasn't
1: <clears> There is probably, I would venture to guess, ways that you can work around that list um, potentially. And correct me if I'm wrong. To do something body weight related. Um, it's not quite sprints. Maybe it's not like hills or bleachers, like not not those things, but can you still do hit training or, or I I don't know. I guess maybe I'm struggling in in identifying hit with cardio specifically. And maybe Mm -hmm. there's a different level there. Try to relate it to the heart. Maybe I'm struggling.
2: Maybe try to relate it to the heart rate itself instead of the activity. So so. if you, if you were to take your walk, and then increase the pace of your walk. Yeah. Then that can constitute a sprint. Ah, or depending depending yeah. on your yeah. age, depending on your activity level. There good. Yeah. Um and then bleachers, you know, that's that may be difficult or, or even dangerous for some sure. people. And so you want to find a stair maybe a, find a step that you can actually manage and just mm-hmm. up downs. Yeah. You know, do Multiple s- sets of the that's same step.
1: That's a good point, especially like with the sprints concept that you, you're saying there, because like for the three of us, for example, our sprints would look different, right? I really uh, want to race y'all.
2: Uh, can we do that? <laughs> uh, does it have to. Joseph. <laughs> be.
0: No, you don't. I do, <laughs> man.
2: I yeah, want to do. Now like we might have to. Meter.
0: Let's do a hundred meter dash together. I, I'm
2: probably going to pull up lame or something <laughs> at the end. Um, <laughs> or limp. Yeah, I'll put the Brontosaurus dinosaur uh, yeah. rumble on. I don't know. <laughs> yeah,
0: No, thank you yeah. for coming in. I, I was trying to think of a physical way to mimic a sled. Uh, but, yeah, you you came in and saved me there with uh, doing anything that's going to spike your heart rate, let it recover. Mm-hmm. Spike your heart rate or let it recover. There you go. Um, but doing that with weights is, is obviously ideal. Um, step four, real fast. Uh, this one's pretty easy. Find something that you enjoy and that you love. If, if you come to me and say, Joe, I love running marathons every weekend and I just don't want to stop. Joe, Absolutely do not stop. Joe, if I'm you crazy. love it. Yeah. Yeah. I would first I, off say, go see a counselor <laughs> and then come back to me. No, go, I'm just joking. Go
1: get some licensed professional help
0: <laughs> for that. Uh, no, I, I just don't want any of this to keep mm-hmm. people from doing something that they enjoy because if you just do a healthy activity that you enjoy don't stop it, but, but also understand the physiological yeah. processes and the adaptations that are happening in our body whenever we do lots and lots of and, cardio and
1: I think that yeah, listen i I know I put on this like facade that I'm a bragger, right, <laughs> Just really I haven't noticed so. yeah, thank you <laughs> thank you adam um so but but for me, I feel like I'm a decent example of that because i I genuinely do enjoy running mm-hmm. and and I always have. And I enjoy pushing myself in that way. Like, I, I see you guys occasionally when I get this itch and do that Monday morning six-mile run on the treadmill. Yeah. And you guys walk in, Adam, for your your morning workout, and, uh, and Joe when he gets to work. And I, I always love it because Adam walks in the door, walks over to the window, peeks through and sees me. He stands there for a second. He shakes his head. And he then he
2: walks in. I know what's happening. And yep. he
1: he instantly knows. <laughs> and I always know the second that he does, I always take like one headphone out because I'm listening to music to keep myself going. I'll take one headphone out so I can have a conversation with Adam when he's there because I, I enjoy yeah. enjoy Adams Adams fellowship. Good there. times. But it, no, I I I laugh, but it is fun for me. Um, I do enjoy it, and so it's it very it's very much something I never want to cut out. Yeah. I want that cardio. I think what's shifted from my initial perspective on it to now is the purpose in which it's served. Okay. right? Initially, it was, I'm going to run to lose weight. yeah. And now it's, no, I'm going to run to to warm up. I'm going to run because I enjoy running. I'm going to fit it in as an extra bit of my workout. Yeah. But it's not going to be the foundation. Yeah. It is going to be something. It's going to be the Legos I place on top of the foundation. Right. Um, it's going to be... Something that I add on to the foundation, and the foundation has now become strength training. Yeah.
0: I think we will always win when we we think about cardio mm-hmm. in order to improve our heart health, improve our lung capacity. We think about strength training and working out as a way to get stronger and build muscle, and we think about eating as a way to lose weight. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. and so Very I, good points. I think if we, can, if we can get there in our head and not think about what exercise can burn the most calories, um, that's like if I could get one message out there in the world, that's the one that I would drive mm-hmm. home the most. Um, but I did want to hit f- step five or f- the fifth step real fast um, and talk about nutrition for a second while we're talking about our food. Um, the absolute worst thing you can do if your goal is to maintain or build muscle mass is do lots of list cardio while under eating. So just think about what kind of signal that's sending the body. By the way, our body does not sit here and th- think, oh, Joe's on the treadmill right now or Joe's running right now for fun. He th- My body is thinking I'm trying to survive uh, because that's how our mm-hmm. bodies have mm-hmm. adapted over the many, many years. I
2: love this point, by yeah. the way. Okay. Instincts. Well, y- your yeah. instincts take over. I yeah, mean, and so, so st-
0: if, if we're running 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 burning tons of tons of energy and we're not eating what does your body think about our early earliest ancestors what does our body think that it's going through right now it
1: it feels like it maybe obviously there's going to be the starving but it it i would guess it puts it into a mode of i have to hold on to what i have because i'm not getting anything to replace what i'm losing
0: our our body does not want to burn a lot of calories Uh we have to hack it by Building muscle and eating lots of food. So So Adam, you said that that uh sorry, uh you said that you love that point. I
2: do, but your body doesn't Hmm. know that you're exercising. Yeah. I just because so many times I think this is the mainstream media, we realize and we get this message of you have to exercise. Yeah. Yeah. No, you just have to get your body to adapt. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Basically. That's
0: all exercise is 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 finding a way to adapt our body in the way that we Mm -hmm. want it to. Yeah. That's a,
2: that's a good way to look at that. Yeah. So we're changing our relationship with cardio, and we're changing our relationship with heart man, health, and we have to change so many different things that we've been taught. That is <laughs> so such a
1: good point, though, because, oh, man, now my, my the gears are turning in my head. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, no, but that that is such a good point because, to an extent, then, if we are under eating, if we're under prioritizing like our, our protein and, and not focusing on that muscle build yeah. within that. Um, essentially, because of the way our bodies are designed and wired, we end up fighting the process. Yeah. We end up fighting against the goal, going against the grain rather than with it. Mm-hmm. And so we're not making progress or steps towards what we're wanting to achieve. We're holding ourselves back from getting there.
0: Yeah. yeah. Wow. And if you think about the progressive overload concept, is. If you are burning burning tons and tons of calories and mm-hmm. you're only taking in a thousand calories where do you go from there once your body adapts at some point you can only st- you can't run 30 miles a day to maintain that caloric burn that you've yeah, adapted deficit, your body to right. there has and to at some be a point change. you can't eat less than 800 calories or else your yeah. hair will start falling it, out your skin will go bad your nail you'll absolutely. you'll be fatigued your hormones will jack up on, so.
1: on the one end there's going to be a point where you cannot cut any more calories you have to take those calories in you probably need to take more in and then on on the other end there is only going to be so much that you can burn
0: yeah
2: yeah and i think so many people have this relationship with cardio that the cardio is what is going to get them the results they want on the outside when Mm -hmm. it's all about what's happening on the inside yeah um and i feel like that takes me back to the old testament first samuel um, chapter 16, where God told Samuel, don't look at his appearance or how tall he is. He was, they were trying to pick a King mm-hmm. and they said, yeah. don't look at the appearance or how tall he is because I've rejected him. God doesn't see as humans see humans look at outward appearances, but the Lord looks at the heart. And that's, sure. that's what it boils down to for us is cardio is all about what's happening on the inside mm-hmm. and so much less about what is happening in the mirror. Man, sure. And so stinking
0: good I love that man I'm <laughs> I excited yeah
2: I wanted to just uh, kind of wrap it up with that because that's really what we're after today is what's happening on the inside of our body and what relationship do we have with that yeah. that's happening on the inside and that yeah. matters yeah. spiritually as well absolutely
0: yeah how man how do you see whenever you you see the outside of it changing in our spiritual life what does that look like to you
2: fruit fruit yeah, yeah, because yeah, it also, is, when Jesus is talking about false prophets and being, beware of, you know, the false prophets, he mm-hmm. says, you'll know them by their fruit. Mm-hmm. By their fruit. Mm-hmm. Wow. And so you'll, you'll understand your heart is becoming more healthy because of the fruit that you see in your workout. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's, that's just kind of how I see it. That's so
0: good. I, that that brought me back to, I saw a post yesterday. It basically said something like when it, when a church is more worried about attendance than discipleship, um. That is that is when we're in danger, basically. And so yeah. when they're focusing about yeah. numbers, 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 and I'm I building disciples, am I producing fruit in this church?
2: Right. You know? When, when so we worry really
1: about the things that are, um, I'm going to use the word visible, yeah. the things that we can see, the things that are um, almost tangible, mm-hmm. we lose sight of the deeper things that aren't as visible, aren't as, you know, aren't as clear for us to observe, but have a much deeper and meaningful impact. Yep. Yeah.
2: That's it. That's it. Sweet. Yeah. All Especially
1: right. like, you know, it makes you think, right? And and Joe, you've said this a thousand times when we were talking about weight loss. We We see the scale, we take note of what the scale says, but sometimes the scale does not always reflect what is really going on. 100%. My weight may stay the same, but if my pants have gone down like three sizes, there mm-hmm. has been a change. Absolutely. And, yeah. and so, yeah, I, I think that's a good point, and I think it relates really well.
2: Well, good. Well, I hope that our conversation today on cardio health has been beneficial to you. For no sure. matter where you are or how um, fit or not fit you are doesn't matter. Um, you can always start today. And yeah. so changing yeah. the uh, the conversation that you're having with the inside is always uh, yeah. starts with the mirror. Look yeah. in the mirror and yeah. get going. And yeah. uh, we want to encourage you to do that. We want to encourage you to check sure. out all of the things that are going on on our social media platforms. Yeah. And keep up with uh, Joe is putting out some good information. Uh,
0: I got that content. Content.
2: That's what it is. Thank <laughs> you.
1: good content.
2: I didn't want him to have to sing for you, but yeah, I, sure I'm will. glad he did. Um, so no,
0: dude, that's been fun trying to grow that. I, I If you want to support us in that, please continue to like, comment, share yeah. those posts. I'm trying to reach as many people yeah. as possible. Our goal is to just continue to build
1: uh, Your a community. Your interaction just, oh, man. I, I, don't, I don't know that people realize, but their interaction, it doesn't only mean the world to us to see yeah. that. But it it also helps us or it propels us forward, even yeah. in being able to reach others, yeah, for yeah. sure.
2: And shout out to Joe as we finish up today. He set a new PR. He would never say that because he's just that modest. I'm and so, so humble. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. And so shout out to you. You hit a PR yeah, day today. Um, I was
0: honored to have you spot me.
2: Yeah, I'm glad that I was able to do Very that. Sweet. And so my encouragement to all of yeah. you, if you're still listening, is go set a PR today.
0: Yeah. And if you have yeah, this, uh, I have what I to. call cardio bunnies in your family, in your friend group, if you know somebody who ha- does not have a healthy relationship with cardio, please share this episode with them. Um, I think it will. I think. It will be very beneficial yeah. to them. And even if not, keep sharing this episode or our podcast so we can continue to grow.
1: All right. Peace out. Let's See go for a See you at the table next week. All right. Thanks for listening to the Progressive Overload Podcast. We're honored to be a small part of your day. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, or are interested in sponsoring our efforts, please feel free to reach out via email. Find us at progressiveoverloadpod at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe and follow our podcast so you'll be notified when our next episode drops.
2: And as always, you can help us reach the masses by sharing our podcast with your friends and family. And then check us out on Facebook and Instagram to follow our own personal journeys and get an inside look on our day-to-day lives.